Please, Madam Clerk. Councilwoman Gonzalez. Here. Councilman Mansiri. Here. Councilman McGee. Here. Councilman Susi. Here. Councilman Thompson. Here. Councilman Ward. Here. President Beauchamp. Here. If we could all stand for the prayer and the pledge, please. God, our Father, we ask that you send your blessing upon this city and upon this council. Guide us in our efforts, increase our motivation, and strengthen our resolve to build a better community and ensure a brighter future for the city of Woonsocket. This we ask in your name. Amen. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. So we have a public hearing. First. 22LC47, public hearing on application of a first-class victualing license by Laguna Taqueria and Pizzeria, LLC, at 420 Social Street. Is there anybody here to represent Laguna Taqueria? If so, please come up to the mic. Nobody? 22LC48, public hearing on application of first-class victualing license by Jay's Deli at 760 Cumberland Hill Road. Anybody here to represent Jay's Deli? Thank you. Council President, I make a motion to close the public hearing. Motion by Councilman Mansari. Second. 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 By Councilman Ward to close the public hearing. All those in favor? Aye. 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 The public hearing is closed. Agenda for Board of License Commissioners. 22LC47, application of first class victualing license by Laguna Taqueria and Pizzeria LLC, 420 Social Street. Motion to approve. Second. Motion by Councilwoman Gonzalez, second by Councilman Thompson. Discussion. Roll call, please. Councilwoman Gonzalez? Yes. Councilman Mansieri? Yes. Councilman McGee? Yes. Councilman Susie? Yes. Councilman Thompson? Yes. Councilman Ward? Yes. President Beauchamp? Yes. And the application is approved seven to nothing. 22LC48, public hearing on application of first class victualing license by Jay's Deli, 760 Menden Road. Motion to approve. Second. Motion by the chair, second by Councilman Thompson. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Opposed? The ayes have it. Council President, can we just point of order? Uh, we have 22LC48. Uh, as All Star Pizza, 800 Providence Street. I agree with that. That's what I have. Oh. Jay's Deli. I'm sorry. You're correct. So. Yes, you're right. Sorry. I had the wrong 48 on one and 48 on the other one. 22 LC 48, public hearing on application of first class victualing license by All Star Pizza, 800 Providence Street. Motion to approve. Second. Motion by Councilman Susi, second by Councilman Gonzalez. Discussion. Roll call, please. Councilwoman Gonzalez? Yes. Councilman Mansieri? Yes. Councilman McGee? Yes. Councilman Susi? Yes. Councilman Thompson? Yes. Councilman Ward? Yes. President Beauchamp? Yes. And the application is approved seven to nothing. 22 LC 49, application of licenses and renewal of licenses. Council President, make a motion to approve of coin-operated machine, quarterly entertainment, and victualing first class. Second. Motion by Councilman Inseri, second by Councilman Ward. Discussion. Roll call, please. Councilwoman Gonzalez? Yes. Councilman Manseri? Yes. Councilman McGee? Yes. Councilman Susie? Yes. Councilman Thompson? Yes. Councilman Ward? Yes. President Beauchamp? Yes. 
and the motion and the uh, application was approved seven to nothing. Before we go to public comment, I'd like to uh, Councilman Gonzalez would like to move out of order. The citation number eleven recognitions and announcements, and also um, twenty two. P53 under petitions um, to speak by the public and elected appointed officials. I'll second. Motion by Councilman Gonzalez, second by Councilman Messeri. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Opposed? The ayes have it. Recognition. Re recognitions and announcements. Citations to the Woonsocket Warriors football team and cheerleaders. Well, today is a very special day here at City Hall where we have a room full of champions. So um, we first want to recognize from the City of Woonsocket official citation, be it hereby known to all that the Woonsocket City Council here offers its best wishes and congratulations to the Woonsocket Warriors football all-star team, honoring them for their great success throughout the 22 season, in particular for their second place achievement at the 2022 AYF National Championship competition in Orlando, Florida. On this day, we also commend Director Jeremy Green and the coaching staff, Lewis Downing, Gerard Bull Bullard and Luis Abadia for your unrelenting dedication to the Woonsocket Warriors and our young community. Given this 19th day of December 2022, signed by both Council President Chris, uh, Christopher Bouchamp and Council Vice President Valerie Gonzalez, congratulations, Woonsocket Warriors. You have made us very proud. If, if Jeremy Green can come and accept this on behalf of the Woonsocket Warriors. Congratulations. We also have City of Woonsocket official citation, be it hereby known to all that the Woonsocket City Council hereby offers his best wishes and congratulations to the Woonsocket Warriors 14-wide cheerleading team, honoring them for their great success throughout the 2022 season. In particular, for their first place achievement at the 2022 AYC National Championship Competition in Orlando, Florida. On this day, we also commend Director Jeremy Green and Head Coach Julissa Herrera for your unrelenting dedication to the Woonsocket Warriors and our young community, giving this 19th day of December 2022, signed by Council President Christopher Bouchamp and Council Vice President Valerie Gonzalez. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Is Coach Julissa in the room? Congratulations. Okay. 
And yes, we got more champions. <laughs> City of Woonsocket official citation, be it hereby known to all that the Woonsocket City Council hereby offers its best wishes and congratulations to the Woonsocket Warriors 10Y cheerleading team, honoring them for their great success throughout the 2022 season, in particular for their second place achievement at the 2022 AYC National Championship Competition in Orlando, Florida. On this day, we also commend Director Jeremy Green and the coaching staff Kim Sturgis, Amy Hill, and David uh, De, uh, Debbie Katucham for your unrelenting dedication to the Woonsocket Warriors and our young community. Given this 19th day of December 2022, signed by Christopher Bouchamp, Council President, and Valerie Gonzalez, Council Vice President. Right. If we have either Kim Sturgis. Amy Hill or Debbie, come and receive this award. Congratulations. Great job. Congratulations. Great job. Thank you. If, if we could have all the student athletes that participate in this, please rise so we can recognize you. Yeah. All the football players and cheerleaders. Nice job. Thank you very much. Excellent. Moving 22P53, a request of Public Works Director to address the City Council regarding the following items. One, top to bottom review discussion of the construction of the new water treatment plant and who did what. Councilman, um, since uh, there's a lot of young athletes here, I think it's uh, appropriate if we could hear the, the mayor's um, request for us because it it's in regards to the complex. So I, I would like to move out of order 22P54. Second. Motion by the chair, second by Councilman Gonzalez. 20. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? The ayes have <coughs> 22P54, request of Mayor Lisa Baldelli Hunt to address the City Council regarding the following items. One, Cass Park Recreational Complex. Thank you. So this is great. It's uh, perfect timing having all the athletes here tonight uh, while we will be discussing a very important project in Woonsocket, something that we've been working on for a couple of years. Uh, two years ago, this past October, we unveiled a plan. Sure. Well. <laughs> it happens to be here, actually. It just it happens tried. to be here. <laughs> so this is the plan that we unveiled for CASPOC two years ago. And uh, over the summer, the spring and the summer, um, six of the city councilors and I uh, worked and spoke with many people throughout the city. 
and expressed our concern about how this project was not moving forward and how important it is to build this new recreational complex so the student, student athletes actually have a facility on the side of the high school and on the, career, on the side of the career and technical center. So we can be equal to other municipalities across the state who when their, their student athletes get out of school, they walk right over to their athletic fields and they can begin their project and they, uh, their practice rather and they can have their games. So this is something that is not a novel idea. Uh, for decades, people have talked about moving the fields to the side of the high school and the vocational school. But the difference between the people who talked about it back then and now is the fact that we are going to get this complex built so all of you have a place to practice and play. So I just want to take a moment to thank the counselors that uh, stood by me this summer and worked and convinced the electorate of this city to support city counselors who will not hold this project up. And tonight on the docket is the first piece of legislation that allows us to begin this project. We have our engineering work, we have our plans done, we have DEM's approval, and tonight the City Council will be voting on allowing us to sell the excess gravel, which is the dirt, that's the big mound there, and once we begin to sell that and we need to, and we, uh, transform that land, then the construction will begin. So you may not see something right away, but tonight is the first vote, and I want to commend those counselors who stood, who stood by yourselves and me over the summer. We did it, here we are, and we're going to get this done for the city of Woonsocket. Thank you. Thank you, Mayor. Director. Unfortunately, uh, that's great, Mayor. Thank you for that. Uh, unfortunately, this is the uh, not-so-pleasant side of uh, politics. So, Councilman Ward, um, I had the pleasure of hearing you on the radio, the Upfront program, and uh, I listened to the replay, and uh, I heard you say that we passed not once but twice um, you know, legislation to sell gravel. Is that true? Yes, you heard me say that um, okay. incorrectly. But Thank yes, I did say it. Um, and in, in my quick research, the resolution was not posted available in the resolution list. And when I went to look up that resolution and read through the minutes, I read that it passed four to three. And because there was no reference to tabling, I failed to go further to the end of the agenda to see that it had in fact been reconsidered by Councilman Gillette, brought back to the table, and was tabled. So I spoke incorrectly because I did not have the proper information in its proper place and in its proper form when I went looking for it. But I stand corrected, and it was only approved once in November of 2021. All right. Um, thank you for that. But I just want to, I just want to clear up um, because I, I did uh, have the, the uh, time and occasion to listen to that replay on, on the uh, uh, computer, and uh, it said that we not only passed it once, but passed it twice. But that's incorrect, too, because the council never 
um, passed a resolution to sell gravel. What, what was passed was a resolution to go out to RFP to sell gravel, and because there were no bidders, it was never brought back to the council, that, the original time, the first time. Remember that? That's that's essentially permission to sell the gravel. It's just that no one was interested in the, right. in the methodology but, that was offered at that time. Right, but to actually sell it, it would have had Correct. to have been a bidder brought back and then a, a motion approved well, for yes, that but bidder. Once the bids are received, well, but that's, the process was approved. Right, but that's we both know that there was you know but it was a motion approval. to approve the RFP to go out to sell gravel. I'm not so. going to sit here and debate minutiae. The fact, and then the second well, no, one was, but I just second wanted was to be tabled because we were looking for more information. Right. <clears throat> I, I just wanted to be factually correct. We never, we never passed a resolution to actually sell gravel. We, we passed a resolution to go out to RFP. We didn't get a bidder. That's not your fault. It's not my fault. That's just the way it went down. And that's, uh, that's the way it happened. So I, just council, want, I just want it to be correct. did not stand in your way at that time to make an effort to sell the gravel. To make an effort, correct. But uh, in my, uh, I don't believe there was an, ever a, any good faith to actually ever sell that gravel, to be totally candid with you and honest. Okay? So, so moving on. You need to read the resolution again. Uh, your second thing is on the um, water treatment plant. No, that's a, that's the following resolution. Uh, you have more items you to have discuss. More items. Right. You, you right. have that's what we're on right now. Okay. Top to bottom discussion of the construction of new water treatment plant and who did what. Okay. So just for the um, for the council, the new council, there are some. New members here. Um, there are director. If you just hold on one second while people exit, so we can hear you, if you don't mind. No, I don't mind at all. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Stuff. What a nice showing. A lot of kids. You can continue. Thank you. So, as I was saying, there are some new members on the council, and I think it's important for you all to know, um, you know, what took place in one of the largest projects in the city's history, infrastructure projects by 
um, public works. And uh, recently I've heard some rumblings about, you know, people want to rewrite history and how things went happened and what was done. So I want you to have the proper information, you all, uh, about this very important project. So I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it, but uh, as you know, there's a new water treatment built in this city. Um, very important to the city. Talked about for many, many years, as Councilman Ward can tell you, and Councilman Beauchamp, and um, for decades. Talked about, talked about, talked about. Um, no action, okay? 2011, there was a committee formed, and I believe the Councilman Beauchamp was on that committee, and it was led by uh, Jim Kanoya, and um, from all accounts, they did a good job. They, a lot of work went into it. They, they had eight sites to choose from, narrowed it down to three, ultimately picked one of the three, and um, then enters Mayor Baldelli Hunt in um, 2013. Um, really doesn't get acclimated until 2014. I get hired in 2014 in May. Uh, I walk in the building and they say, you have to build a water treatment plant. I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, fast forward, big debate about where it, you know, the site chosen, it's not the greatest site, this, that, and the other thing. Um, time goes on. Um, finally, um, you know, RFPs go out, um, they're reviewed, bids come back, okay? Three proposals we received. So what I'm going to do is, so you'll have it for your own knowledge, okay, in case anybody ever asks you, you'll, you'll have the, um, the actual bidders, and then you'll have the revised price negotiated by this administration, right here, nowhere else, forwarded to the council for their, you know, vote, yep, up or down. So if I, if I may. Yes. Thank you. 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 This administration worked out with the vendor. Council ultimately approved it. On we went. I believe it was in July 2017 or thereabouts. The contract was awarded. Thank you, sir. I live right now. Yeah, I live in there. I haven't been in, I haven't toured it. There's an actual one, but.
So very quickly, you can see there were three bids received. Three um, very reputable companies. Um, after a lot of research um, with the engineers, um, John Pratt, myself, ultimately, I, me, I had to forward a recommendation to the council. Okay, that's my duty here. So after you know much research and deliberation, I, I did just that. I didn't like the price, $61,388,000. So I said, we have to do, I, I spoke with the mayor and I said, and she said, you know, can we do better than that? And, and we did. So there were some city fees in there that was customary, I guess, with projects. So I, along with the uh, councilors, agreed to take that out and some other components that the engineers agreed um, would would not be um, harmful to the project. So that's where the revised number comes in. Okay, and just a very brief, um, you know, summary of, of events. Um, I believe the new, the, the contract was signed in uh, July 31 of 17. Um, they started clearing in May of 18. The first blast went off on June the 18th in 2018 and the acceptance test by Department of Health was in August uh, of 2021. So here we are. Um, the plant, the final payment, which I have right here and I signed every invoice, um, was actually about $100,000 below <coughs> the final price, negotiated price. And we have a state-of-the-art plant. I was there today. They tell me if that very same plant was built today, it would be about $80 million with today's um, labor shortage and steel shortage and every other shortage you can think of. So actually we did well and the timing was good and that was through COVID. Um, COVID was right smack in the middle of it or towards the tail end of it actually. So it worked out well. But if you ever have any questions um, regarding that plant, feel free to let me know about anything, price, negotiations, how it runs, um, so on and so forth. But I, I just think it's important for a new council to understand and get up to speed and actually have the facts of what took place and how. So yes, many, a lot of people put a lot of their time and effort into it to get it to that uh, point, but it was this mis uh, administration, this mayor, that got that plant built. No one else, okay? So facts matter. Secondly, um, as some of you know or may not know, the uh, wastewater facility experienced some difficulties in uh, in June, I believe, this, there was an upset. And uh, from that point on, it's been uh, like a fact-finding mission. And um, we've, we've retained some good attorneys and uh, a, a, good, a great engineering company that actually designed the revision of that plant. And we're, we're getting to the bottom of what took place. We're corresponding with DEM. 
And uh, we're just about ready to conclude that, and I'll keep you up to speed uh, when that happens. Coincidentally, Cinegro, um is on that property as well. We are, we are experiencing difficulties with Cinegro. okay? Very important that we have a workshop um, as soon as possible, closed session, because this involves some contractual things that we're going to have to discuss. That side of the equation, not so good. Okay? Many difficulties. And it's nothing that, you know, oh, they haven't fixed the odor problem yet. Or, trust me, far deeper than that. Okay? Much deeper. We're going to have to discuss that, and we're going to have to probably make some tough decisions moving forward. I spoke with the Vice President of, of Operations for Senate Road today. He called me because I left message that someone needs to call me ASAP. Because I said we are reaching a crossroads that, you know, we don't want to reach. And something needs to be done. You know, we are at the end of our ropes here as a city. That, that facility has to improve quickly. There were some events this weekend that uh, caused some wreak some havoc for us on our side at our plant and uh, so I just want to keep you in the loop. We need to have a closed session meeting as soon as possible. I have people on the ground there at all times monitoring and observing and just documenting everything. So um, that's that. Uh, moving on. During um, the removal of Mayor Baldelli Hunt, which I'm totally, I was against then, I'm against, I'm against it now. I, I don't think it should have ever happened. And um, I feel as though, you know, she was publicly flogged and um, unnecessarily so. But I often heard reference made to, well, there were some people on the housing authority, and uh, and you know what? I'm not going to revisit that. All I'm going to say is that's that's apples and oranges, okay? A, she's an elected official. She wasn't hired. She wasn't appointed by the previous council. She was elected. So it's a big difference, huge. B. To my knowledge, nobody here or on the previous council ever went into closed session with me at the Housing Authority to actually hear the discussions about the removal of those employees. Okay? Nobody. So, if you weren't there and you don't know what happened, how can you compare it to that? Just because there was one item on the uh, a complaint that was similar to here. That makes no sense whatsoever. None. And by the way, just for the record, I voted, the only person that I could remove there is one person, okay, and that was the executive director, who I knew quite well. I knew him from, from when he was a kid. He's friends with many of my family members, okay? And I didn't see what I needed to see to remove him, 
So I voted no, by the way. I didn't go with the, the crowd. I didn't, you know, I didn't have a crowd mentality or whatever. I voted no. So I just want to clear that up because that's always some type of a reference to that. You know, the Woonsocket Housing Authority. Well, they did it there. No, they didn't do it there. You didn't know what took place there. Okay? So, and it's not the same. And I don't believe this mayor should have been removed for what adds up to really, you know, a lot of the ordinances are, were ridiculous, in my opinion. You can draft an ordinance for anything. You can say, when I come in tomorrow, I've got to stand on my head for five minutes before I go to work. Okay? That's what you could do. So, you know, for skate park equipment and, uh, you know, an animal shelter roof or, or whatever. Nonsense. Just nonsense. Okay? That's my opinion. It's not going to change. I don't care what anybody says. But please don't compare it to the Woonsocket Housing Authority where nobody went into closed session with me. Nobody. And I'm not going to get into public flogging of, of those employees. Okay? What took place there is, is really our business and their business, and that's the way it's going to be. So I just want to get that right out there. And, and you know, if anybody has a question on that, feel free to, to uh, respond. Aside from that, um, nothing further. Thank you, Director. Uh, Council President, I make a motion to take 22P52 out of order. 22P52. 52. Second. 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 Motion by Councilman Seri, second by Councilman. Councilwoman Gonzalez. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? The ayes have it. 22P52. A request of the Board of Canvassers in registration to introduce themselves and their duties to the City Council and residents of the city. Good evening, Mr. President, Honorable Members of the City Council, Madam Mayor, residents of the City of Woonsocket. My name is Michael Narducci. I am the manager of the Board of Canvassers uh, here in the City of Woonsocket. Joining me here tonight are Board Members Martha Tatro, Jeffrey Gollin, and we have our elections Clerk, Gianna Savastano. Our third member, um, Anthony Gabri uh, Gabriel, sends his uh, wishes. He was unable to make it here tonight with us. As you know, the primary goal of the Board of Canvases is to work jointly with the State Board of Elections, the Secretary of State's office, to provide the highest level of integrity to the electoral process. The Board operates in accordance with Title 17 of the Rhode Island General Laws, the Charter of the City of Woonsocket, and both the U.S. and Federal Constitution. We have asked to appear before you this evening to discuss the November 8, 2022 election. We saw 6,584 voters cast ballots on Election Day. We saw 924 voters vote early, and 602 voters chose to vote, uh, cast their ballot using a mail ballot. This, uh, the, the turnout was roughly about 28% for the city um, in, compared to a 44% turnout um, for the state, for the election. 
Historically speaking, the turnout is on par with the last two non-presidential elections here in the city. In 2018, we saw about a 34% turnout. And in 2014, we saw about a 29% voter turnout. This election, the city went without any major issues. We had one DS200 voting machine jam at the high school, which was fixed within 30 minutes of being reported. No voters were turned away as they were able to use the emergency compartment located in the DS200 until the jam was removed. The moderator, under the direction of the board, inserted all the ballots from the emergency compartment into the DS200 and was scanned. With all that is being said in the national media today, we want to ensure residents of Woonsocket that they can be confident within the elections here in Rhode Island. With that, it takes a team to make it happen. Here in Woonsocket, we are very fortunate to have a great team. It takes a lot of us to make elections work. We would like to thank, on behalf of the board, we would like to thank the following individuals and groups that help make election day run smoothly and efficiently. The staff at the Board of Elections, the staff at the Secretary of State's office, my staff, Gianna, who's absolutely incredible, um, Director D'Agostino and his staff at the Department of Public Works for their assistance in setting up all our polling locations, Chief Shetra and the Woonsocket Fire Department for providing our officials with PPE at the polling location, <clears throat> Chief Oates and the Woonsocket Police Department, uh, for providing safe and secure polling places. We would also like to thank the Woonsocket School Department and the operations staff, the management at, and staff at Fairmont Heights, Woonsocket Housing Authority and the maintenance staff, Reverend Sweet and the staff at Holy Trinity, for allowing us to use their facilities as polling places and assisting with polling place setup and to ensure the polling places stay accessible uh, on election day. And we can't go without thanking, of course, the 90 or so people that step up and work the polls on election day. Um, without them, there would be no elections. They are the cornerstone of our, our democracy. In closing, on behalf of the Board of, Board of Canvases and our staff, we would like to wish everyone in the city a happy and healthy holiday season. And we would like to thank you to the council for your time. And we just wanted to publicly thank everybody that's, uh, that makes elections go on without any issues here in the city. Anybody, any questions or? Thank you, Director. I, I just want to make a quick comment. I, I very much appreciate um, you and Gianna's. You've done a tremendous job. I know I was in there several times, as I, I think everybody up here had been, uh, especially the new people. And you guys are always polite, always professional. And you did a great job informing us, letting us know what was going on, and helped us if we needed help. So I want to extend my uh, thank, thankful uh, gratitude towards you. Thank you. Thank you very anybody much. Anybody else? Council President. Yes, Councilman Thompson. I would like to echo uh, uh, Council President uh, Beauchamp's uh, comments to you. You were very helpful during my election, too, <clears throat> both you and Gianna and um, in your team. I do appreciate everything you do, and uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Thank you, Councilman. Council President. Councilman McGee. Thank you very much, sir. I appreciate it also, and I echo what they're saying so, also. You're welcome, Councilman. Thanks. Ditto. Thank you very much. <laughs> From all of us. <laughs> and have a ha uh, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
moving on to uh, public comment. If you could uh, keep your comments to five minutes in good taste and state your name and address if you come to the podium, please. Thank you. Good evening. My name is Rhonda Sharon, 1025, 1027, 1029 Park Avenue. City Council members and the people of Woonsocket, your decision is already made as far as Cass Park. I just want to remind the citizens that, that are here that you're going to be removing 100-year-old trees. You're going to be affecting the habitat. As far as the development, the priority just seems to be out of whack for me. And, and I know this is very disinteresting. But um, with development comes more staff, more expenses, everything to maintain all this. I don't know if we're prepared for that. I mean, I'm a taxpayer. My tax, my tax rate went from 244 to 500,000. So I don't think I can afford any more of these extravagant developments that are going to be. They're, they're, we're, de we're a depressed community. We're, we're depressed. And, and I don't think you're getting that. The people that are actually like working and paying taxes, we're not the renters. I, I'm not a renter. I'm the one that's paying these taxes. And I, I think that what we have is enough for now. There are things that need to be fixed, like the smell that comes over near that fire station that I've, I'm reading on the long version of the docket. I mean, there was complaints every other day from some guy. Um, it's, it's, it's just, you know, we need a dog pound. We need a dog pound. It, 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 it doesn't make sense to spend money on, yeah, why don't we build them Disneyland? You know, I, I appreciate the fact that, yeah, you're trying to support the kids, but they're not my children. Okay? They're really not my kids. And the thing is, is we're taxpayers. We can't support all this. We can't support this. We've got um, a canal project that isn't costing us $61 million. It's costing us nothing. It's going to make money for the city. And yet, we don't want to go ahead on something like that because our mayor's name isn't going to be on that project. I really, in my gut, know that's what it is. It's an ego thing. Um, that all being said, I would also like to bring up to your attention the safety of this building. Um, one of my senior citizen friends stepped up on the, the stand tonight and the stair flipped over and she landed on the ground. Um, I, I think it's pretty sad because the simple fact that she's in trouble for her front stairs and yet the stairs in the city hall are injuring people. Uh, with that being said, oh, yeah, one more thing I have to ask. I have to ask about this gravel that we may be selling, we may not be selling. There's a thousand yards, there's a million yards, whatever. What I would like to know, and, and I'm sure I'll never get the answer, but the trucks are going to be digging up this stuff and they're going to be hauling it away. We have no scale on the site. So how do we know? How do we know what we're selling at $7 a yard, $5 a yard? What is this, an honor system? It's just, it's just, it's too sketchy. It's just too sketchy, and as a taxpayer, it's not right. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Anybody else to speak? 
Madam Clerk, moving on. <clears throat> Consent agenda. Uh, I have a motion I'll to make a motion, Mr. President. Motion to approve. Second. Motion by Councilman Susi, second by Councilman Ward to approve the consent agenda. Discussion? All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? The ayes have it. The consent agenda is approved. Communications and reports from city office. Council President, motion to approve the minutes, item seven, that were not marked as consent agenda items. Motion to approve the minutes. The meeting of 12-5-22, 12-6-22, and the special meeting of 12-12-22. Motion by Councilman Ward. Second by Councilman Thompson. Discussion? Council President. Councilman Manseri. On page, end of page 27, it says election of Council Vice President, and there's no mention of the nomination, so I think we need to amend that to say to elect uh, Valerie Gonzalez. Oh, good catch. On the amendment to that, Councilman Seri makes an amendment to add that to the Second. agenda. Motion by Councilman Seri for that amendment. Second by Councilman Thompson. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? The ayes have it. On the main motion to approve the minutes. Motion? motion. Already made. Oh, All those in favor. Yeah. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? The ayes have it. What's my computer? Unfinished business of previous meetings. 22066, an amendment of the Code of Ordinances, City of Winsaka, Rhode Island, Chapter 17, entitled Traffic. Motion to approve. Motion by second. Councilwoman Gonzalez, second by Councilman Manseri. Discussion. Council President. Councilman Ward. Um, just a question. I was approached by someone asking about the staff that is teaching at the Education Center and the, the thought was brought up and I don't know whether there are parking spaces available for people who are working all day in there that are behind the building or do we know if there are so that they wouldn't be taking spots in the lot across the street I'm not I told her I wasn't sure I would simply ask the question as to where the staff park that are working in the building yeah I mean there's no designated spots there but uh I was there recently, actually, with the council president and uh, and the mayor. And uh, if you look to the left, that parking lot is is empty. Oh no, I, I recognize that. I'm just wondering about the parking lot behind. Um, oh, I didn't off, know. off of the bypass that is behind the building, and I don't know whether there's an entrance there and an elevator to get up to the education facility, or whether it would be convenient for them to. That I do not know. Or, or, I, I'm just asking because they, they wondered about what what was happening, and I explained that this was just an effort to make sure there was parking spaces provided for the businesses that were operating on the street level, and I thought this would accommodate it and that there were other spots that were empty. But the question arose about the rear of the building as to whether or not it was something they were availing themselves of. Also, we would, to know? I, I might have that answer. Director? 
So, uh, Councilwoman, Councilwoman Gonzalez had uh, called me on, on, on that same issue. So there is parking in the back. Um, I did check uh, with Public Works because there was some uh, construction equipment back there. Um, it looked like um, maybe some some work on the lower part of that parking lot. So I wanted to be sure it was uh, safe for us. So we we are encouraging them to park back there uh, if, if uh, the, the business yeah. owner uh, the. Yeah, I don't school think employees anyway. can. So we have, uh, we I think we discussed that at the last meeting too. So okay, we're hopefully they they'll uh, adhere to that parking area. Okay, very good. Thank you. Any other discussion, Council President? Mayor. So just a couple of things with this. If you designate those spots, who's enforcing that? Mr. President. Councilman Susi. Yeah, only we had done this similar thing. Remember for the New York lunch, Old English, and in uh, uh, Christopher's a while back during the uh, for the takeout. Remember we had mm -hmm. put up signs. You'd have to, you know, only for you know for takeout and so forth. Somebody had to enforce that. It's like anything we pass. I mean, it's you're right. I think it's 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 not easily enforceable. I imagine, um, but it I think it sends the right message that those retailers are looking for some relief and they want to, I mean, if it puts that a sign up and says don't park here unless you're, you know, you're, you're visiting uh, the retail establishments there, it's going to prohibit some people from doing it. And it, you're right. Is it, we're not going to be watching them with a, with, a, with, a, with a glass every day, but it will send the message that they're not, you know, that it's for the retailers. So, but like anything we do, I'm not, I'm not sure how it's enforced, you know. Council President. So, well, can I finish, can I just finish first? Oh, sorry. Okay, Go that's ahead, okay. So, just two things. One, there are literally cars that are the belong to the owners of the businesses on Main Street that are parking in front row spots. So as a former business owner, the last place you park when you're a business owner is in front of your business because you want your customers to be able to park there. So there are several cars that are owned by business owners who park for hours on end in the front spots all day long until they leave when they close their business. So you know, these spots shouldn't be for business owners to be parking there because as a business owner, you want customers to be parking there. The, the second thing is we do not have enough time in law enforcement to be monitoring whose car belongs to who and who's parking there. So if you want to do it with the hope that people are just nice and they don't park there, um, that's one thing. But being able to enforce it is just, it, we're inundated with, with calls for service. So we're not able to do that. But I think the first people who need to learn to not park there are the business owners themselves because they're taking spots from their very own customers. So I don't know if you want to try it with a sunset and see how it works, um, but certainly, you know, I know where you're going with this, but at some point in time we need to recognize that the more business we bring into Main Street, the more people are going to have to walk to get to that business. And we do it where we go, you know, and you, where you go, you go to Thayer Street, you're parking two, three blocks away to go to the store that you, you want to go to. The days of being able to park in front of the, the establishment that you want to be going into is going to be less and less once we, once we fill more and more of, of the buildings on Main Street. Thank you. 
I'm sorry. Councilman Susi, continue. I'll no, just say it brought up a good point about a sunset clause on that. I'm sorry. Yes, I'm sorry. Thank you. What's your name? <laughs> um, the um, yeah, I love that. That maybe a sunset is something. You know, again, this is something that the retailers had reached out to us, and you're right. We're not Thayer Street, not yet. We I hope we get to that point where there's so much options and so many options that people will park and uh, walk a, a, a distance to go to these shops. But right now, we're what we are, uh, which is a just barely beginning of, of a retail presence on Main Street, which is awesome. Um, and if they've reached out to us, I think maybe we do this for them. Again, knowing that it's almost probably impossible to, to enforce, I mean, day, you know, day to day, but it does send a message. Most people that come in and they're probably not going to park in that spot, you know, if they know they're going to be going for hours on end somewhere else, they probably will. I mean, hopefully, I mean, yes, I think most people abide by rules. Some don't. And, uh, um, maybe we give it six months or a year. I don't. I mean, I'll, I'll I'll open to any amendment on that in that regard. But I'd like to do something for these folks right now to, because it's such a. Again, where it's just starting, and I and if they reach out to us, I'd like to do something on their behalf, without burning us to any degree. You know. Any other discussion? Councilman Mr. McGee. Yes, sir. Um, I, w I was just asking, as far as the signs go, were you talking like a, a limit on those also, as far as like a time limit? Yeah, I think two hours. Two hours. All right. I think it was. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like a good problem to have. Like again, it's just I agree with everyone with enforcing it. It's going to be tricky. Yeah. And again, I'll be open to an, an, an amendment to to uh, have a sunset clause on it. Why not? We something that we can look at and talk about down the line. That. Any other discussion? For um, just for my own um, thought on this, um, you know, I remember I was on the council when we did something for Yield English, and it was a little tricky at first, but once the owner of the establishment knew that it was 15-minute parking, I believe, for his guys, for customers to come in and out, he established that with his customers, made sure they knew that, and it seemed to flow pretty well after a period of time. So it was almost like a self, um, they were, they were self-policing their own business. Now, of course, Yield English, is, it's right in front of their business. So I think, Councilman Susi, a good idea would be to talk to the businesses, explain what our concerns are, because, yes, the owners of those stores should be parking, possibly, as Councilman Ward said, in the back if there's some kind of means to get up towards Main Street, and we'll look into that, because I'm in favor of helping any business, but we got to make sure they're going to help themselves, too, by not as the mayor said, taking those spots. And in Yield English's case, they, they were informed of that. And I think it worked out well after you know, a few months of getting used to it. So thank you. Any other discussion? Roll call, Madam Clerk. Councilwoman Gonzalez? Yes. Councilman Mintieri? Yes. Councilman McGee? Yes. Councilman Susie? Yes. Councilman Thompson? Yes. Councilman Ward? Yes. President Beauchamp? Yes, and the ordinance passes for the first time, seven to nothing. Actually, it's a second. Second, second. time. That was a second. Oh, second. Excuse me. Unfinished business. 22069, an ordinance increasing the city's opera budget to purchase fire station generators from $90,000 to $92,692.18. Motion to approve. Second. Motion by Councilman Thompson, second by Councilman Ward. Discussion. Roll call, please, Madam Clerk. 
Councilwoman Gonzalez? Yes. Councilman Manseri? Yes. Councilman McGee? Yes. Councilman Susie? Yes. Councilman Thompson? Yes. Councilman Ward? Yes. President Jandron? I'm sorry, President Beauchamp. <laughs> yes, twice. <laughs> <laughs> and the ordinance passes for the second time, seven to nothing. 22070, ordinance of the city of Winsocket approving the financing of the repair of the brick facade of the existing gravity thickener tank at the Winsocket Regional Wastewater Facility and all attended expenses and approving the issuance of wastewater system revenue bonds and notes, therefore, in an amount not to exceed $200,000. Motion to approve. Second. Mo motion by Councilman Susie, second by Councilman Ward. Discussion? Roll call, please. Councilwoman Gonzalez? Yes. Councilman Manseri? Yes. Councilman McGee? Yes. Councilman Susi? Yes. Councilman Thompson? Yes. Councilman Ward? Yes. President Beauchamp? Yes, and the ordinance passes for the second time, 7 to 0. 22R158, authorizing the Chief of Police to sign and enter into an agreement with Axon Enterprise, Inc. Motion to approve. Second. Motion by Councilman Thompson, second by Councilwoman. Gonzalez and Ward. Discussion. Council President. Councilman Ward. Mr. Solicitor, I'll just ask the question. I am it's here, so I'm assuming the answer is that it's all is okay with this and we are good to go with the contract terms that were presented to you and they're satisfactory? Yes, I went through it in excruciating detail. So it's satisfactory. <laughs> Excellent. Finally. Okay, good. Thank you. Solicitor? Welcome. Nice to see you. Thank you, Council President. Good to see you, too. Roll call, please. Councilwoman Gonzalez? Yes. Councilman Manseri? Yes. Councilman McGee? Yes. Councilman Susie? Yes. Councilman Thompson? Yes. Councilman Ward? Yes. President Beauchamp? Yes. And the ordinance passes for the second time, 7 to 0. Resolution. <clears throat> Our resolution, sorry. New business. 22071, an amendment of the Code of Ordinances, City of Winsocket, Rhode Island, Chapter 15, entitled Parks and Recreation. Motion to pass. Second. Motion by Councilman Misery, second by Councilman Thompson. Discussion. Council Mr. President. Oh, I'll just explain it. Councilman Misery. So this would be a change. Uh, we already have established a policy of uh, no smoking or vaping in parks and open spaces, and this would add the use of cannabis, uh, which is now legal in Rhode Island, to that uh, exemptions in our parks to keep them uh, all usable by uh, anybody that wants to enjoy them. So that's the amendment that we are proposed. Thank you. Councilman McGee. Uh, I just had a question for the solicitor on that. Does that, do you think that needs to be added if smoking smoking, right? Or no? I'm kind of thinking like something we need to add, we have to add that in? Because they're not allowed to smoke anything, right? Vaping, smoking. Or does it need to be added in, you think? So he's, I had a similar question where we already have this in our ordinance of no smoking in parks. I think he's just adding that wording specifically, but I think smoking... I, I agree with that. Anything is I do agree smoking. With that, so I'm wondering whether we're being redundant by doing this, but... I think it's superfluous, okay. so I think spoken, spoken, but there's nothing that prohibits... Understood. Council yeah. President. Councilwoman Gonzalez. I know that other communities are um, adding it to... 
um, their language only because of the discussion between medicinal and you know certain exemptions and things like that. So um, I've heard, I've seen actually legislation of other communities that are doing likewise. So I wouldn't be opposed on. Um, I, I'm actually in favor of this. Okay, Council President, Councilman Thompson. So I'm in favor of this just because of the language in it. Um, I work in Boston every day. I, I see this go on on sidewalks. I see it go on streets. I think it's just more of an enforcement thing more than anything is the fact that the wording is there and uh, maybe gives the police some, you know, extra uh, leverage when, it's, when the word cannabis is there. So I'm in favor of it based upon that. I understand it seems redundant that we're doing this. Um, but with the new laws out there, I think uh, we have to take s some sort of action just to protect our parks from with the kids and families hanging out there. That's all. Thank you. Any other discussion? Roll call, Madam Clerk. Councilwoman Gonzalez? Yes. Councilman Mansiri? Yes. Councilman McGee? Yes. Councilman Susie? Yes. Councilman Thompson? Yes. Councilman Ward? Yes. President Beauchamp? Yes, and the ordinance passes seven to zero, first time. Thank you. 22072, an amendment of the Code of Ordinances, City of Woonsocket, Rhode Island, Chapter 13, entitled Licenses and Permits. Motion, Motion to pass. Oh, second. Motion by Councilman Gonzalez, second by Councilman Mansiri. Discussion? Council President. Councilman Mansiri. Just to explain, uh, the entertainment license currently is offered on a quarterly basis. And um, after being approached by several different uh, licensees and also a discussion with the clerk's office, uh, we decided that it would be better to propose a yearly license uh, to eliminate um, some paperwork and extra filing by the licensees and also the clerk's office. And again, you know, if there was a, a situation uh, with one of the licensees, uh, the city council could always have a special meeting to address um, the issues that arise from that. And in addition, instead of the $50 a quarter, uh, we propose that we drop it down to 150 a year, and that is uh, to help give some relief to some of the licensees that have dealt with an awful lot through COVID. Uh, they deal with staffing issues, which they're still dealing with. Uh, they're dealing with record high inflation for a cost of goods and services. And I just felt that we could use a little bit of relief um, to those people that are paying taxes already, paying utilities, paying uh, constant fees. So, you know, something that I did in my first term on the council was to take a look at those fees and try to do what we could to give some relief. And that's why we proposed this uh, down to 150. Thank you. Any other discussion? Council President. Councilman Ward. Um, I'm going to be in support of this, and when everyone has had a chance to speak at the appropriate time, I have a, a suggested amendment to offer, if I may. Thank you. Anybody else for the first time? I, too, uh, would like to offer an amendment, um, and I will do it after Councilman Ward. Okay. No Councilman else? Ward. Um, yes. It, I noted that there is a table in Section 13-30, and in 2016, Councilman Manseri had proposed, and it was approved to change the to modify the fees in Section 13-3, listed as a fee schedule. And so, um, in order to leave the Section 13-5 as general as possible, because the schedule deals with it, 
I would propose that the um, first section part, uh, the first section in the narrative state that section three fee schedule and section five entitled entertainment or amusement licenses um, is hereby amended as follows and then followed by section 13-3 fee schedule under entertainment line where it currently reads across the table quarterly three months upon approval by the city council and $50 which was changed in 2016 that the new words would be annual one year upon approval by the city council and $150 and then the section E under fee um, for entertainment or amusement licenses be changed to read fee license fees for an entertainment license shall be as described in section 13-3 fee schedule and are payable in advance and I think that would clarify both sections sufficiently to achieve the goal so that's my motion to amend second the amendment um, is by Councilman Ward second by Councilman Seri. any other discussion thank you On the amendment. Local. Councilwoman Gonzalez? Yes. Councilman Mantieri? Yes. Councilman McGee? Yes. Councilman Susi? Yes. Councilman Thompson? Yes. Councilman Ward? Yes. President Beauchamp? Yes. And the amendment is passed 7 to 0. I would uh, offer an amendment to um, E, license fee. Um, I, I understand where Councilman Mansiri is coming from, but I'm not in favor of dropping the fee. Um, I know it's only $50. I think we pay quarterly, Madam Clerk, $50 quarterly. Yes. So I, I, I get it that you're trying to help out businesses, but um, I think there are many fees in our structure of um, licenses and permits that need to be looked at. I mean... And at some point, we should do that. But I, in my own preference, I think the fee should stay at the $200. I agree with the concept of doing this once a year. But my amendment would be to leave it at the $200 fee. Um, Council President, I yes. think in this case it would be, because we've already amended and moved the price into the schedule, it would be an amendment to 13.3 for the yeah. dollar amount to change to from 150 to 200 oh, at this point, is what you're proposing. Yes. And that's your motion. That's my motion. I'll second that motion. Discussion on that? I would say that um, I would agree with that, too, because I don't think it was a matter of the money. It was more of the, the, uh, the fact that they just want one, one at one time instead of four, because by the time they mail it out, the next one comes in. So, Any other discussion on that amendment? Roll call. Councilwoman Gonzalez? Yes. Councilman Manceri? No. Councilman McGee? Yes. Councilman Susi? Yes. Councilman Thompson? Yes. Councilman Ward? Yes. President Beauchamp? Yes, and the amendment passes six to one. On the main motion. Roll call, please. Councilwoman Gonzalez? Yes. Councilman Mancieri? Yes. Councilman McGee? Yes. Councilman Susi? Yes. Councilman Thompson? Yes. Councilman Ward? Yes. President Beauchamp? Yes. And the audience passes for the first time seven to zero. 
Council President, on the next item, we'll be recusing. Councilman Manceri will recuse himself from 22073. An abandonment of public sidewalk on James Street. Motion to table. Second by the chair. All those in favor? Aye. I need a roll Aye. call, Council President. Oh, a roll call, I'm sorry. Roll call. Councilwoman Gonzalez? Yes. Councilman McGee? Yes. Councilman Susie? Yes. Councilman Thompson? Yes. Councilman Ward? Yes. President Beauchamp? Yes. And the audience is tabled. 22074, an amendment of Code of Ordinances, City of Winsock, Rhode Island, Appendix C, entitled Zoning. Motion to pass. Motion by Councilman Manseri. Second. A second for discussion. Second by Councilman Susi for discussion. Council President. Councilman Manseri. So this is a zone change, so it will have to be tabled for uh, a public recommendation and public hearing and a recommendation from the planning board. But I just wanted to explain that it uh, will redefine the Main Street area, which was, this was an ordinance that was passed in 95, and uh, will instead name the downtown Overly District, which is the new Main Street uh, District, as well as open up additional zones, commercial zones, for our parking exemptions. So if there's no discussion... I'll make a motion to table for a recommendation from the planning board and public hearing. Second. Motion by Councilman Manseri, second by Councilman Thompson to table. Roll call, please. Councilwoman Gonzalez? Yes. Councilman Manseri? Yes. Councilman McGee? Yes. Councilman Susi? Yes. Councilman Thompson? Yes. Councilman Ward? Yes. President Beauchamp? Yes. And the resolution is tabled. I mean, the ordinance, the resolution is tabled. 22R170, authorizing the cancellation of certain taxes. Motion to approve. Second. Motion by Councilman Ward, second by Councilwoman Gonzalez. Discussion? Council President. Councilman Ward. For the public interest, the amount of the abatements totals $9,739.58 for various items. Any other discussion? All those in favor? Aye. 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 Opposed? The resolution passes 7 to 0. 22R171, establishing the City Council meeting dates and agenda deadlines for calendar year 2023. Motion to approve. Second. Motion by Councilman Thompson, second by Councilman Ward. Discussion. No further discussion. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Opposed? The ayes have it. The resolution passes 7 to 0. 22R172, appointing Brian J. Kane as a member of the Zoning Board of Review. Motion to approve. Motion by Councilman Gonzalez, second by the Chair. Discussion. Council President. Councilman Manseri. I'm not sure if we did we get an answer as to whether um, uh, 16.022 was complied with in terms of the public advertisement for that this position. City Solicitor. Um, I had talked to the city clerk earlier. Um, my understanding was if you're moving somebody as an alternate to a permanent member, um, I didn't think it was warranted to go out and advertise. But, um, and I, as I talked to the city clerk, she had said that we had routinely done this in every January, put out an advertisement if we have board openings, but we normally did not do it every time there was an opening. Um, so 
I don't know if you had a chance to look at that specifically. I did. I wouldn't. I didn't do it as exhaustively as I, I would have liked to, but I, I do want to give some comment. Um, so Councilman Mancieri provided me 16022. Yes. I, took a, I took a look at that. What I find what that ordinance requires is action by the clerk and the council and some advertisement before the expiration of the term. So when I look at this, uh, 120 days before the expiration, um, the clerk shall notify the members of the city council to say this appointment's position's expiring. Mm -hmm. And then what happens, um, then after that happens, within 10 days thereafter, then there's an advertisement, again, before the expiration of the position. And then what the ordinance calls for, that that position shall not be, should not be filled or an appointment um, 90 days before the expiration. So the intent, as I, as I read it quickly tonight, um, is action beforehand. And it seems to me, and I'm not, I'm not clear, and if you could clarify this for me, I believe the position that you're looking to fill tonight has been expired. So the term is expired. Right. So, so as I'm, if I'm applying um, this ordinance, 16022 on its face, to me it just talks about activity before the expiration of the term. And it, and it makes sense because before it expires, the, the council's intent here is to, is to uh, let the public know, advertisement, and to make sure that the council doesn't fill it 90 days before the expiration of the term. Well, we're well after that. So I don't think on the face of it this ordinance applies. Okay. Any other discussion? Um, just for my colleagues' reference, um, you know, I, I put this um, resolution forward. Uh, Mr. Kane asked me to be a permanent member uh, because I saw the member that he would be replacing had term had expired. And I did give that gentleman a courtesy call. And uh, he was unaware that his term expired, but he said he would still like to be a member of the zoning board, but if he was an alternate member, he did not have a problem with that. So, you know, I, I, I actually, you know, when I saw that the term expired, I wanted to give him a courtesy just to make sure because I was told that he still comes to most of the meetings on the zoning board. And, um, you know, I gave him that courtesy call and he agreed that if the resolution passes tonight and he wanted to continue as an alternate because we will not have any alternates, he would do that. So I'm just letting everybody up here know that. Any other discussion? All those in favor? Aye. 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 Opposed? The ayes have it and the resolution passes seven to zero. 22R173, approving the appointment of a member of the Redevelopment Agency of Woonsocket by the Mayor. Motion to pass. Second. second. Motion by Councilman Seri, second by Councilman Thompson. Discussion? Council President. Councilman Ward. Um, just, there was no, oh, I'm sorry, there was no name in the beginning. I just want to point out this is for Benjamin Shatra uh, from South Main Street to become a member of the Redevelopment Agency. Thank you. Any other discussion? 
No further discussion. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Those opposed? And the resolution passes 7 to 0. 22R174, resolution appointing Richard Massey as a member of the Personnel Board of the City of Woonsocket. Motion to approve. Second. Motion by Councilman Thompson, second by Councilwoman Gonzalez. Discussion? All those in favor? Aye. 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 Those opposed? The ayes have it. The resolution passes 7 to 0. 22R-175, resolution authorizing the, public, the Director of Public Works to sell fill and gravel from Cass Park for recreational complex. Motion, Motion to approve. Second. Motion, <laughs> Motion by Councilman McGee and Gonzalez. Second by Manse Councilman Manseri. Discussion? Council President. Councilman Thompson. I have an amendment to Section 2 of this resolution, if I could. Go ahead. Um, I want to, in, in section two, I want to change athletic to recreational complex. So, and after complex, I want to move to such account shall be included in the monthly financial report under the council docket, section 10.2. The report is to include, but not limited to, the total number of yards sold, the total amount of s sale proceeds, along with the costs associated with the sale of the gravel, period. Second. Amendment by Councilman Thompson, second by Councilman Seri. Discussion? Council President. President. Councilwoman Gonzalez. So my only thing would be in a lot of uh, the conversations about um, the complex, we need to decide is it recreational, athletic, so that we, um, so that we we're talking the same. So are we going with the recreational so that we can refer? I just want to make sure. And um, yeah, I'm in favor of this. Not this is this is only. I think it helps us when the community is really paying attention to this, and whenever they ask questions, we're ready to answer of where we are in the complex. So I think it's a good amendment. Thank you. Council President. Councilman Thompson. Madam Vice President, the, the only reason why I changed that language was because of the title in the resolution, the recreational complex. I felt I was just matching it as all I was doing. Councilman Ward. Uh, yes. Um, Council President, thank you. I just would like to ask that not associated, well, associated with the amendment, um, but for the information of the council, because if we're going to be receiving um, analysis of the costs associated with the sale of the gravel. One of those costs is going to be the removal, and I believe it'll be um, Genty's excavating will be doing that work. And I would ask the clerk to please provide the members of the council the April 2022 results of the bid 6072 so that the council will be familiar with the <coughs> amounts that are being charged by the hour for the excavation equipment that will be utilized in the process. We'll be aware. Thank you. Thank you. Any other discussion on the amendment? Council President, just for a second time, if no one else. Anybody else for the first time? Go ahead, Councilwoman Gonzalez. Just if they can add my name to this, because I want to be attached to this project. Thank you. I think that would be a second amendment. I, I also would like my name added, so we'll do that second after this amendment. On the first amendment, roll call, please. Councilwoman Gonzalez? Yes. 
Councilman Mancieri? Yes. Councilman McGee? Yes. Councilman Susi? Yes. Councilman Thompson? Yes. Councilman Ward? Yes. President Beauchamp? Yes. And the First Amendment passes seven to nothing. Councilman Mancieri? Council President, make a motion to add my name, uh, Council President Valerie Gonzalez's name. Anybody else? Uh, Councilman Susi? Anybody else? Yes. Uh, Councilman Scott McGee? Yes. And Councilman Brian Thompson as sponsors. Motion to uh, amendment to add all those names, <laughs> including Council President. To show how much support we have, yeah. <clears throat> Second. <laughs> Sorry. Sleep on the wheel. Yeah. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Opposed? The amendment passes. On the main motion. Roll call, please, Madam Clerk. Councilwoman Gonzalez? Yes. Councilman Mancieri? Yes. Councilman McGee? Yes. Councilman Susi? Yes. Councilman Thompson? Yes. Councilman Ward? Yes. President Beauchamp? Yes. And the resolution passes 7 to 0. Council President. Council, uh, Council President. Director. So, um, first of all, thank you and uh, for putting your faith in me and uh, the administration, obviously. But, uh, you know, everybody's name is on this. And if it fails, I want to see how many people <laughs> their name off. Yeah, we have all the confidence in you, Director. So, it's all on yeah, you. Everybody jumps off the ship. Um, but, and... Uh, Please don't. In all that. seriousness, um, so I don't get phone calls. How come we're not selling gravel yet? Now that you have approved it, there are steps that need to be taken. Okay, the delineation of the wetlands. That's first and foremost to comply with DEM. So the wetlands have to be protected, and we're going to have that done. We have a bid going out. Uh, if it's not already out now, it's, it'll go out tomorrow. And then when that's done, then we'll begin with some tree clearing. And when that's done, then we get into stumping and topsoil removal. So there are many steps, okay, um, that need to be done. And uh, hopefully we don't get buried in some snow in the meantime because that'll slow things down. But So those are the steps that need to happen before actual sale okay. you those of us in the trade we know the process uh, agreed director so um you know we waited a long time it's december so it may be realistically march april before we actually sell anything okay so many steps thank you director yeah and i'll just uh Kind of echo what the director said. The the environmental stuff, tree protection. If what trees we're not taking down, silt sock, which is a a sock that goes around the project, so you know runoff doesn't go into places it shouldn't be, or into streams, or that type of stuff. So there's some preliminary work that has to be done in the removal, as Councilman Ward said, of the uh, topsoil once the trees are removed. Uh, by I think Gente's um, contracting will do that work. We'll get you that that amount. I mean that stuff's going to take a couple of months or more. Um, mm -hmm. So there is that stuff before we actually get a shovel in and start removing the gravel. Yeah. Um, so you know there is some work to be done prior to that, Madam Mayor. 
Yes. So just, I just want to have my final comment on this. And it is, I heard some concern earlier uh, about the building of the complex. And uh, quite frankly, I think the majority of the city council uh, probably does not have any children who would be using the athletic complex for games because they attend the high school. And that's the same situation with myself and my husband. Our children are grown. Uh, we'll use the complex to go to watch games, to maybe uh, uh, sit near the pond or walk on the track. Uh, but uh, that's fine. I don't mind utilizing um, our time and energy to build this. And quite frankly, we are not utilizing any of the revenue that we're receiving from the taxpayers in the city of Woonsocket. We're utilizing the funds uh, that we will be receiving from the sale of gravel. We're utilizing funds that we received from ARPA, uh, the American Rescue Plan funds. And uh, we are taxpayers too. My husband's here. My son is here. He's a taxpayer. We have neighbors who are taxpayers uh, that are all in favor of this project. Uh, we also pay our taxes to educate our, our children. And we don't all have children that are being educated in the Winsocket system right now. Maybe they were, and maybe they were never. But the reality is it's all part of what a community is. And sometimes you're utilizing your tax dollars on things that you don't necessarily directly benefit from. Uh, but this is a direct benefit in a different way. Because this benefit allows our students to have a facility that will allow them to be able to stay active, socialize, um, oftentimes it benefits in them keeping their grades up in order to play that sport. And we have been extremely fortunate in having athletes who have been ex very, very successful with the outcome of their high school careers, and it has taken them on to college. And it is important for us to be able to have a complex that allows them to be uh, bringing more of their friends in. Uh, you have a new complex, automatically you want to be on that new complex. So you'll have, you'll have student athletes who will now play a sport who maybe didn't before. But ultimately, in the end, this is a project that is extremely beneficial, and it's beneficial because when people are looking to come into our city and they're looking at real estate and they're looking to buy a house, one of the things they look at, they look at your school system, but they also look at your athletic complex because the majority of, of students play a sport, and those fields uh, and courts are very, very important to them. So I just want to thank everybody for this very big first step so we can get this project going, and I think we will all be um, very pleased with the choice that we made in doing this. Thank you. Thank you. Council President, to no further business, I make a motion to adjourn. Second. Uh, um, Mr. Okay. President. Sorry. What about Section 10? Did we go over this? I, I, call, call. This is on the consent agenda, so it was already approved. Oh, anything with this? Motion start? by Councilman Mancieri, oh, second by <laughs> Councilman Thank you. Thompson to adjourn. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Post. Yes, I have it. This meeting is adjourned.